Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, on Thursday last, the Minister for Finance, Pascal Donoghue, visited Wexford to meet the local business community. I had the opportunity to catch up with the Minister to discuss Budget 2023, and I started by asking him about when we can expect the Temporary Business Energy Support Scheme to become operational. So the scheme uh, will now be uh, available and was turned on and will be turned on from the 1st of September. So it'll be backdated to the 1st of September. And uh, what I aim to do now is pass the legislation in relation to it as soon as possible. Uh, we aim to make the money from this scheme available by uh, the second half of November and you'll access it on a self-declaration basis with the Revenue Commissioner. So the scheme is only guaranteed to run until February next. Why not provide businesses with certainty beyond that date? Because I can't take a a risk with the country's money in making long-term commitments with movements in energy that I can't yet predict. Uh, Like six months, in fairness, I think is a fair period of time to be able to plan. And if I give commitments regarding what is going to happen uh, across 2023, I'm making forecasts about the future uh, that would be uh, uh, not safe to make at the moment. So what the government will do is we'll evaluate where we are month by month with entry into the scheme, with the number of businesses on the scheme, and then examine at the right point its future. The Tarnish to last week stated that the government will not let viable businesses fail as a result of the energy crisis. Many businesses are saying that the scheme has not gone far enough to prevent that from happening. Yes, and I I appreciate why businesses will always want us to do more. Uh, And businesses and uh, employers are just essential uh, to the fabric of our economy and to our society. But I remember where I, when I was during the many, many years of COVID. And every time I brought out a support scheme, I was always called upon to do more. And I was always asked what was next, always for two years. And in retrospect, we can look back and I think make the case that the level of support that we had at the different moments of that great economic difficulty, we got right. And when I brought the employment wage subsidy scheme in and the pandemic unemployment payment, I thought we were only going to happen for three months. We had them for two years. Uh, so this is why when you're rolling out big schemes, it's important not to make commitments for really long time periods that I can't stand over. And we will evaluate the impact of us, but we can't make any changes to the scheme until we know really what the cost of it will be and how many businesses will be in it. As claims under the scheme are linked to energy bills for the same period in 2021, what is the position with regard to businesses that have increased in size over that period and are using more energy as a result? So what we've done is the measurement of it isn't the value of your bill, it's the change in the unit price. So a business uh, that, uh, 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 if their trading turnover has gone up because the business is going well, which is great, That won't prohibit them from entering the scheme. Uh, The key thing that will be looked at is whether the unit price has gone up. And unfortunately, as your listeners know, uh, there are very few uh, businesses out there at the moment that are not seeing a movement in the unit price. And will new businesses be in a position to avail of the scheme? Because obviously they won't have comparative bills from last year. Yeah, we are working on that. Uh, It is our intention to allow new businesses up to a certain point in the year to be able to come in and we'll be issuing the guidance on that through the Revenue Commissioner in the next few weeks. The budget did not address landlords, the issue with landlords leaving the market. Why so? So we have many different measures in place to try to support the private rental sector. 
Uh, but what I do appreciate at the moment is that we have too many landlords leaving our market too quickly. But the call that was made on me to deal with that is that I should tax the income from rental property at a lower rate than other income. And I can't do that. So just imagine if on budget day I had announced that any rental income coming from a rental property would be taxed at a lower rate than other income that you can get. Within hours, farmers would want me to do the same. And understandably, given the way the price of their inputs are going up, uh, understandably then, businesses, for example, in the hospitality sector would say, well, we're having a hard time. Uh, we want a different rate of income tax. And critically, if I was going to do it for a landlord, I'm certain the tenant would want the same. So for all of those reasons, that's not something I can do. But with the measure that we brought in regarding uh, a more and stronger tax treatment of pre-letting expenses, I think that is a good measure and a strong measure. And I hope it will also send out a signal regarding our willingness to try to support this sector better in the future. The hospitality sector has been very disappointed that you have risen the VAT rate to 13.5% from 9%. What's the rationale behind this? That the reduction down to 9% was a measure that we brought in to help our hospitality business get back on its own two feet in the aftermath of COVID. And when I brought it in, I was always very, very clear that this was a temporary extension. I really value our businesses in hospitality. I know how hard it is to run, to work, to manage a restaurant, a hotel. It's tough work and so valuable to our economy and to our society. But the challenge that we have now stretches beyond the hospitality sector. It's an economy-wide challenge. And because of that, I'm bringing in an economy-wide scheme. And in order to have the money to do things like this, it is important that we bring to an end changes that we had in place during COVID. The concrete levy has come in for criticism from the CIF. Did you consider any other ways of recovering the cost of the micro redress scheme? Any other scheme I brought in would have been subject to criticism as well. And uh, I know I'd be facing charges in relation to it. Uh, Of course, I'm aware of uh, the impact and cost that a levy may have. Uh, From the modelling that we have done, we believe the impact on the cost of a dwelling is significantly lower than some of the claims that have been made. But I know there's a risk. But there is another risk that's really big as well. And that other risk is that a government begins to indicate to a country and to its people that you can commit to and you can spend billions of euro and not find a way of paying for it. Minister, finally, whilst County Wexford has 3.2% of the country's population, we have just 1% of IDA jobs. That equates to a shortfall of 5,000 IDA jobs in County Wexford. At an average of 66,000 salary, the county is missing out on hundreds of millions of euros. How can your government address this major issue facing the county? Well, I know the IDA are working really, really hard uh, to try to attract more business, more foreign direct investment not only into Wexford, but into our country overall. Uh, And I'm sure uh, the IDA are working hard to attract business here. But despite how good the IDA are, they're not in a position to be able to direct businesses where to go all the time. And um, it is going to take time to build up the presence of IDA jobs all over the country. But the good news is, is that if you have a look at our employment growth, if you have a look at the growth in the number of jobs that are taking place out across our country, 
A few years ago, it was about a Dublin story. It was about how well Dublin was doing versus the rest of the country. That's not the case anymore. We're now seeing employment growth and jobs growth all over our country, even in difficult times. And I know what the IDA will do is continue to work hard to spread the jobs that they can get as evenly across our country. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Minister for Finance, Pascal Donoghue. And I'd like to thank the Minister for providing us with more insight into Budget 2023. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.